Welcome everybody to the Ville House Podcast. I'm your host, Cruz Robbie Villanueva, alongside my beautiful co-host, Holly Nicole Villanueva. What's up, babes? Hello. Hello. What up? Oh, uh, here we go. Uh, <laughs> being a parent is fun. It's fun on the good days. It's the greatest thing in the world, but it does come with its frustrations. It is a struggle someday. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um... Especially like when the kids fight and scream and yell. I think it's just like they're already hyped up um, because they just got out of school for the next two days because of weather coming into the area. So they're already like hyped up and then they're already like getting on each other's nerves. <laughs> we haven't even started the time off yet. It's just a regular night. Yeah. So snow day. Or snow days hit San Angelo again. It hasn't snowed yet, but uh, the forecast calls for snow at some point. It's starting to ice over. Yeah. Uh, tonight's supposed to be the worst of it, or maybe tomorrow yeah, night. Yeah, tonight into the morning is supposed to be the worst of it. It's supposed to clear up by Friday and be warm, but we'll see. I don't know. I don't believe it. I think it's still going to be iced over on Friday. Um. I just, I don't know. We talked about it before, but I just think the ground is still too hot. So for those of you who don't know, it was... 71 degrees yesterday and it is currently 26 degrees so yeah the temperature's dropping quick but it's supposed to be like in the high 60s again on friday so i just don't think the ground has been cold enough for the ice to accumulate and like stick because it is going to be extremely cold over the, tonight and then t- tomorrow but the ground is still warm if that makes i don't know yeah i don't it know what i'm talking sense. about but it has snowed every year that we've been here. It sure has. Well, I every somebody every that, winter that we've been here. It's always been at the beginning of the year, never in like December. Well, it has. I won't say never, but like most of the time when it snows here, it's January, February time for every time. Because the first year it snowed, I was in NCOA. So I was gone. That was February also. February. Last year, snow had hit in February, and this year, snow's supposed to come again, and it's February. Yeah, I remember that first year because, well, yeah, you were in ntoa and then that week the kids at the beginning of the week were playing or maybe it's the end of the week i don't know they had water balloon fights and then they had snowball fights <laughs> yeah how does that happen in the same week in texas only in texas yeah but we enjoyed it oh and then we're catching up with the podcast booyah suckers yes um this week if um, i'm if my voice is crazy guys i'm just not feeling Hundo percent. My throat's getting a little scratchy. You got the vids. I don't think I got the vids. Um, I mean, I don't have any symptoms. Like, the only symptom I'm having is a sore throat. Like, I've been checking my teeth. Isn't that a symptom? Well, no. Sim- symptom? It is one symptom, but I don't have a fever. I'm not having body aches. I'm not, like, extremely tired. Um, I don't know. It's just a sore throat. So, I'm extremely nervous that I might have strep because it is running rampant on the base right now. Yeah. We've had quite a few instructors let's, go down. Let's just call it COVID. Can you get strep throat if you get your tonsils taken out? I would imagine so. Because that's one of the reasons that they take your tonsils out is because you get constant strep. Can you get strep without your I mean, tonsils? It, I mean, if you could just completely cure strep throat, I think everybody would have their tonsils out. But you can still get it even if you don't have your tonsils. Boom. Not having tonsils significantly reduces the severity of this infection. It's like the COVID vaccine. Get yeah. the vaccine doesn't mean you don't get COVID anymore. I just got strep like so often before I had my tonsils removed. 
And then now that they're finally gone, it's kind of one of those, like, I forgot how bad your throat hurts when you get strep throat. And it's... Yeah, it sucks. It's memory triggering right now. Ooh. From what we talked about last podcast. Was that the last one? I don't remember what we talked about on every new podcast. Oh. I have brief hints. You're the worst. I do want to throw out before we start whatever your topic is that I read 18 books in January toward my 100 book goal. You're welcome. I listened to a lot of them. I physically read three books and then audioed all the rest of them. Yeah, at like 3x speed, which is impossible. So I still don't believe that you got the gist of the books. I listened to the book Thief. We talked about it. <laughs> I know. I'm just kidding. I'm hating right now. But you know, so one of our neighbors recommended the book Thief. I think you had heard about it before, but she like re-brought it's it up. Just, it's one of the books that's on the top 100 of books you must read before you die or something. So she had like brought it up as one of her favorite books. And then Braylon, we had assigned like a, a thousand like parent releases so Braylon could watch the movie in school. Um, and then... Because it's a banned book. Yeah, so, like, for her to watch the movie, like, I think I signed, like, I said a thousand, I was exaggerating, I think I signed four different permission slips, and each one, like, broke out what in the movie that they would see. Like, this is a, this rated movie, I don't even know what rating it is, but, um, like, they will see Jews being marched through concentration camps or whatever the case whatever's in the movie yeah and so then you read the book after Braylon was talking about it and then I was like I guess I should get on this bandwagon but she also the real reason I was talking about this topic I got sidetracked was she also recommended all the light you cannot see and I'm listening to that book but I am struggling through it it is just it's not the book thief happens in the same era 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 um but there's like two main characters, I would say, and their stories are getting told, but they never intersect. They will at some point. I know they will at some point, but I feel like I've been listening to the book for long and they haven't yet. <laughs> so I'm like, how do these two stories? I mean, the stories themselves are good storylines, but it's like the the stolen lady where it's like you're reading two different storylines, and I'm like, I just want to know how they work together. <laughs> but I have been on like a, I guess, World War II like book kick. Definitely not the historical part of it, but like the, I guess, like real people's lives going yeah, it's through the that. other side of, of the war. Um, so I think I'll take a break after this book. It's uh, it's getting me down the dumps a little bit in reading. Yeah, I I like reading about World War Two. Both about like the actual war itself and its history, and then yeah, the other side like the book thief for like um, Anne Frank, Anne Frank or Knight, uh, like all those. Oh, Knight was a good one. Uh, yeah, um, Man Search for Meaning, like all those uh, experiences that those people went through that weren't necessarily fighting the war, but just like how they were living through those times. Yeah, uh, it's crazy, and it it gives you a lot of appreciation for what you have now. Where it should, anyway. It does, yeah. It just, it's one of those where I ended up having, like, a, a pretty deep conversation with Braylon about it. And remember, like, she's about to turn 12 in two days. Um, and so she's still pretty young, but we were talking about it. And she's like, I just, like, it was so sad, everything that happened then. And um, 
she's like, what's, what's like the saddest movie that you've ever watched about this? And I was like, for sure, The Boy in the Strap Pajamas. And she was like, can we watch it? And I was like, I don't think that's a good idea. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's it's extremely I, I've sad. I've only ever watched it like one time. And I've, it left such like an impact on me that I just don't know if I could sit through it again. I've never seen it. And I don't want to see it just because of how sad it is. But um, And I don't think it's an act. It's not based on a true story. So, Oh, I don't know. I think it, it might be. It might be. I don't know. Uh, anyways, like that totally. I'm sure that. That story happened a lot during the war. Oh, yeah. But, um, yeah, like, uh, I've thought about, like, maybe we should let the, uh, like, Braylon. I think she's old enough to maybe watch Schindler's List. Because I think I was her age when That's I watched it. That's one that I've never watched. It, it's super sad. I don't, I don't remember all of it. I just remember, like, bits and pieces. And, man, it's like, oh, it's it's horrible. Yeah, I've never watched Schindler's List, so I can't like. We it's we it's not based it. on a true story. Yeah, it's um it's fiction, but it does say like there's no way to know that it never happened during the war. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm sure it's happened. It happened quite often. I'm sure even worse things happened during the war yeah. that haven't been written about or stories that haven't been told. That it was just a fucked up time. Yeah, it's uh. Oof. It's definitely, like, a hard time in history, but one I think it's important to, like, know about. And, like, let me make myself very clear. I greatly disdain history. Like, I have no desire to, like, take a history class or, like, learn all these things. But there are just certain things that stick out to me where I'm like, man, like, I don't really want to know about the war, like, shit that happened in the war, because I don't care about that. But, like, what were the effects of the war? How did people have to live through those times? Yeah. Like, that's the kind of stuff that interests me. Um, like, Kite Runner. I want to read that one after you kind of told that, me what it was about. That was a about. good book, too. And um, it, it's a banned book, also. Yeah. There's a lot yeah. of banned books, so. Yeah, it's just, uh, they're banned for, I don't know. I guess people had good, good intentions, but it's just, like, at some point, man, you just got to let people, exp like, read about this shit yeah have some thicker like, skin again i don't know maybe I, that's wrong but because i don't want to give the book away yeah i think it's just important that people know and with with kids these days like their curiosity is peaked at like in middle school years yeah so when they're like really getting into the things they want like braylon's kind of really getting into reading like this morning I was like, hey, we need to get our library books and take them back because they're due on Friday and, like, the weather's coming in and everything. And there's one book and Braylon's, like, halfway through it. And she's like, can I recheck this out? Like, I don't want to turn it back in. And it, like, that excites me because I'm glad that she's into reading. But it's also, like, when when she has the ability taken away from her to choose what she wants to read. Yeah. Um, those are kind of things. I mean... Obviously, there are certain things that I would put a kibosh on. Like, until you get a little bit older, a little bit more mature, like, you probably shouldn't be reading these books. But things like The Book Thief, like, why can she watch the movie, but she can't read the book? You know what I mean? Yeah, because, well, I know that one. Because the movie is, like, really, um, I don't know. No, yeah, I don't know a better word, but, like, sanitized yeah. compared to what the book is. Or what, the, yeah, what the book is. And same thing with The Book Thief. Like, as soon as I read The Book Thief, I watched the movie. And you don't get from the movie what's depicted in the book. Yeah. And it's like that with most uh, movies that come from books. But, uh, like, those, 
like if you didn't read the book and you watched the movie, <clears throat> you wouldn't like the movie and be like, oh, it was okay. But reading the book and then watching the movie, you're like, well, I appreciate the movie because you can uh, – it's a visual depiction of of what you read. Yeah. So it's not just what's, what's in your mind. Although sometimes it might ruin it because what you had in your mind is way better than what you actually see in the movie. Yeah, like I, w- I do want to watch the movie. I just – it's going to be one of those I'm going to have to be like in the mood. Like I just want to – I'll just think about it like, oh, hey, I want to watch that movie and I'll put it on. But yeah, not like go out of my way to, to watch it. Again, they're not they're not great movies, but it's cool to like read a book and then see the movie. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it doesn't have it doesn't have everything that the book has or it doesn't make like an impact or the statement that uh, the book does. For I don't both know. Of those. I guess maybe I tuned it out in school just because I hate history so much. But the stuff that Braylon's learning about, I never remember learning about in school. Like, one, she's learning about the Holocaust and World War II and, like, all these things that I think were probably briefly mentioned in school, but weren't, like, to the in-depthness of what she's learning. Like, she was learning about concentration camps, and she's in sixth grade. Like, to me, that's crazy. Um, I mean, I think it's, like, great that they're teaching those things, but it's crazy to me that they're teaching them at such a young age. And then now she's learning about, like, the conflicts in Sudan. And she was, like, talking about all of it. And, like, their water shortages and how people, like, die from just simply, like, drinking dirty water and stuff. And I'm like, dang, I just, I mean, maybe now as an adult that I know more about it, like, I can kind of wrap my head around it. But I just, I don't remember learning those things in school. I also, like, I made an A in the class because I did the assignments, but just remember fucking hating history. Yeah, I mean, I love history. I I don't remember, <clears throat> like I know I I learned about it in school, uh, World War Two and the concentration camps, Holocaust, and all that stuff. But I in just, sixth grade, I just don't remember at what level. Um, I just feel like that's young. Because in middle school, I remember there was Texas history, um, and then there was U.S. history. Um, so yeah, we had like, I don't think we had history in middle school. We had like social studies and geography. So, like, whatever happens in social studies. Yeah. And then in high school, to graduate, it was mandatory that you take American history. Um, and that's – I didn't take any other history class except that one. It's mandatory. I think as an 11th grader, maybe a 10th grader, you have to take American history. Um, and it was, like, the football coach, so he was kind of just like, well. <laughs> well. Yeah, I don't know. It depends. Like, we – my – U.S. history. I remember this in eighth grade just because, like, he was so into it. Our history coach or our history teacher was one of the football coaches, but, like, he was super into it. And we, like, wrote extensive, extensive notes. The kids are going crazy. All right, we're back. We had to take a quick break to settle down the kids. Um, They're over here slamming doors and stuff. (laughs) Okay. Being sisters. Yeah. Uh... We were talking about history and... Oh, yeah. You were saying your eighth grade history teacher was your coach. Yeah. So he was he was our coach and uh, or he was our teacher, but he was like really into history and he taught us a whole bunch. Like every class we were taking extensive notes. Like I had notebooks, like the 500 page notebook ones. I had two or three of them just filled of notes from mm-hmm. his class from the entire year. 
uh, because every day we were taking that many notes. And like when he was like explaining this, he was like acting it out and just like having conversations with the, with himself. Like if he was the people and like it was awesome. It was incredible. Oh, my dad's calling me. Sorry, pops. Um, but like he was really into it. So the notes sucked, but he made up for it for like from like acting it out and making it really easy to learn. Um, and then so you're listening to this guy and you're taking the notes. So it's just like sink, sinking in. I remember um, like my history teacher just have like the projector notes that he would put up and he'd be like, copy this shit down. Um, yeah. He yeah. would like talk about a little bit about what was going on. And I was like, eh. I'm still like that. Even now, like. I've been in the military for what, like almost 15 years. And back when I still had a test for promotion, whoop, whoop, don't have to do that anymore. But part of testing for promotion is Air Force history. And I just, I cannot get behind that. <laughs> like, I just could not get into it to learn it. Or even now, like, when people are like, oh, like, do you know when World War II was? I'm like, the book thief was in 1942. <laughs> yeah. Like I just don't, my mind can't wrap around time frames like that. It's just, I don't know. It's just not something I'm interested in. So I just immediately brain dump it. It's hard. Air force history is uh, like from, for me, it, it it's boring. Yeah. Like I love history more specifically. Like I love the world war two era just cause I think that whole generation was just fucking amazing. Um, I, and I often, often wonder like how like the we people would, who lived through it were amazing, yeah, not the world war two. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. The people that lived through it. Right. And, uh, like I often wonder how we would fare if we were put in that position. Um, oh man, that's but, a hard, y- yeah, thought. Th- but there's only like one way to tell. Like I, I, I tell myself that I think, uh, people would come together kind of like the September 11th thing. People would come together and, and fight, and then have all this pride and then like do what's necessary to win. But yeah. I, I don't know. Um, yeah, it's, it's a, you never know what would happen until you're there. Yeah. But World War Two is like, that's my favorite time to, to study or like learn about, listen about, read about in, in history. Like my friend Wills, he loves the civil war era yeah. and I, like, I've never been able to get into civil war uh, history. Yeah. I just, I remember learning a lot about the Civil War, but mainly because it was U.S. history. Like, that's yeah. what I went through in high school. Um, and I remember when I was getting my bachelor's, frick, when did I get my bachelor's? Um, I don't know, a long ass time ago, it feels like. Um, I had to take a history class. And uh, I mean, I wrote papers and I did all the research and stuff, but I literally learned what I had to know to pass the assignments and nothing more. I mean, that's how that's how I am in, in college. I, there's, I've taken few things away that are like I actually learned um, from the classes. Um, you it really w- seem to enjoy the religion class. Yeah, that was one. It was not. It was cool to learn about the other religions. But even now, like I can't tell you, I can't. Uh, like give you details or specifics about religions. The one thing I took away from it was like after learning through all that stuff and reading it. And it's all the same. Yeah, Basically they're all trying to say the same thing. It's just people take uh, certain aspects of the religion and they twist it yeah. to make it fit pretty much what they want. Yeah. Right. Uh, they make it convenient for them. 
but ultimately like the religions were saying like be good to each other do the right thing and live a good life ultimately is what most of them were saying uh but like throughout college uh, at least online um and i've heard this from people that actually go to to like brick and mortar schools you don't actually learn that much um you're just like memorizing work yeah it's just real memorization then, yeah and then enough to pass that class and then brain dump yeah right i mean i think that's accurate unless it's something like like a lot of people go to school because in theory it's like the next step yeah um but if it's something you're like genuinely interested in like something you can get behind i think you kind of pay a little bit more attention like this class i'm in now um Every week, our instructor gives us, like, a topic that says, so, like, the first week was um, online learning, the second week was artificial intelligence, and then this week is machine learning, and we, like, read all about it in this, like, 500-page report, and then you have to go out and find something that's live today that fits into that category, So, like, for artificial intelligence, you go out and find an artificial intelligence that's being used in education today, and you write a paper about it saying what it is, how it fits into artificial intelligence, and how you could potentially use that in your workspaces today. Um, And every week, it's like the same paper, but just with a new topic. But it's the same, like, gist. And so, I'm I'm already over the class, and I'm barely in, like, week three, because I'm like, damn, I'm tired of writing, (laughs) like, repetitive yeah, I mean, one of the biggest skills that I gained in college was, like, learning how to write a paper, learning how to uh, research to a certain st- extent, yeah. and then, um, yeah, I pretty much just grinding for, for a research paper. Like, that that was the biggest skill that I took away from college. Yeah. So I. All right, sorry, I... I uh commandeered the podcast what was your topic for tonight until so i didn't have a specific topic but i was going to ask hypothetical questions mm. which usually lead to good conversation we shall see and i was looking at somebody can i veto some what do you if mean i don't veto? like them can maybe. i say i veto maybe okay that's i don't like some hypotheticals that's a chicken shit answer <laughs> we'll see. all right um so like to start out here's one let's see if you veto this one okay uh, what kind of a business would you like to start if you were given a chance? And these are all hypothetical questions. If I was given a chance, any business? Any business. Um, I, I've never had aspirations to be a business owner. I know that's something that like you've aspired to, like you've vastly looked into and done research on. Um, I just, I don't have aspirations to be a business owner. But if I just was like, a billionaire like sitting at home and just fucking bored um i think i would like maybe like a vacation planning black business where i just plan vacations for people because i do that for myself all the time and we don't ever go on those vacations that's easy i'll be like planning vacations to like tuscany because we're watching under the tuscan sun knowing we ain't going anytime soon but i'll be lying there and i'll have like a seven day wine tour in like a villa in the vineyards and it 
it'll be like this extravagant thing. And I'm like, oh, $9,000. That's not too bad for seven days. And then I'm like, oh, God, okay, let me get out here before I start trying to convince you to buy these things. Maybe you should start that business. But I enjoy it. Uh, the dream of just going on constant vacation. I know. If you start a business and become successful, you could actually do that. Well, five years. <laughs> we'll see. What's uh, yours? Easy. I would start a gym. Yeah. Yeah. Like gym slash Town coffee laundry. shop slash <laughs> library slash just like chill spot. You can't really chill in a gym. It's stinky. <laughs> no. uh you can chill in the gym. I mean, you have like a separation where you got like two places, but they were connected through like glass doors. So like on one side was the gym and on the other side was like chill coffee books. Yeah. Think of like a little shopping center. Yeah. Gym, library, coffee shop or gym, library slash coffee shop. Gym, coffee books. Or whatever. I like it. What's the way to do it? Just buy K-Cups from Walmart and brew that. <laughs> uh, this is a weird one. If you could control your dreams, what would you dream about? Uh, I would stop having falling dreams. Cut those right out of the equation. <laughs> um, what would I dream about? I think I would just dream about like aspirations because sometimes I'll I'll have dreams of like something bad happening to me or the kids and those just like as soon as I wake up um in a mood um and I'm always in a mood I don't really know how to explain it but have you ever been like sad or not even like sad but just like upset but there's like nothing you can point your finger at on why you're feeling that way yes it's just like a dreary mood um typically i'll find myself in those moods after i have like a dream about something bad happening to a loved one um so if i could dream about if i could control my dreams i would streamline them to the good and take off those spider webbed bads yeah not a fan but what would you dream about i don't know retirement <laughs> your dreams are uh, boring bro retirement the kids growing up, vacation. You don't dream about that because that stuff's going to happen. Is it? Yeah, hopefully. Long time from now? Yeah. But what would you dream about? I, dr- I dream about flying, doing cool superhero shit. Oh, I'd be Spider-Man, Wolverine. Why would you want to be those people? Saving the world. Hard pass. That's a lot of responsibility. We waking up exhausted. No, because you can't fail. I mean, I've seen the movies. They fail. This is your dream, so you can't fail. Oh, well, yeah. If you, you're and you control it. I would dream realistic things that are aspirations for me. That's not the point of a dream. You can't tell me what the point of my dreams are. Spider-Man. <laughs> How awesome would that be, though? It would be lame. He doesn't even have powers. What do you mean he doesn't have powers? He just shoots webs. No, he's got a spidey sense. He's super <laughs> fucking strong. Go to the next question. He can climb spidey up and down buildings. With his web. No. He go whip, can, go. He crawls like a spider on just, buildings and just, ceilings. You have to make that? That just shoots out of your arm? <laughs> Damn it. Okay. 
Uh, you're no fun. My dreams are different than yours. Obviously. Obviously. Gosh. I apologize that I'm not. I don't want to be Spider Woman. <laughs> What's the next question? Hypotheticals. <laughs> Hypothetical. Would you choose to become more intelligent if it meant you were generally unhappier? No. Ignorance is bliss. I don't think ignorance is bliss. Um, yes, it is. Because if you don't know. I think ignorance leads to a lot of undue stress because you want to know. Bullshit. That means that you're that you're intelligent. Ignorance is bliss. Because think about kids. They don't worry about consequences. So they're having fun doing whatever the fuck they want because they don't know about the consequences. Or they don't, want, or I just want to make this very they don't clear that I am simply sharing my opinion and every time you're shitting on it. Let me have my opinion and you stick with yours. <laughs> I'm telling you why your opinion is wrong. <laughs> it's an opinion. Ignorance is bliss. Um, I mean, imagine just no. fucking running around here like thinking like a kid, not worrying about. No, because you'd be shot in two seconds. Maybe. But no, I but would not, worry I would not want to be more intelligent. If I was virtually unhappy, and there are plenty of studies that show that people who are extremely intelligent are really unhappy just because they're socially awkward. They don't know how, like they're so immersed into their intellect that they can't really separate it and be like a social, a socially normal person. I I think, yeah, I think you'd just be like constantly anxious. Yeah. So I think there's a, big difference and again my opinion that you're probably gonna shit on i think there's a big difference in being intelligent and being knowledgeable like you can be very smart but like book smart but are you overall knowledgeable about things and so while yes i want to be an intelligent person and i want to continually learn and be better um i wouldn't do it at the at at the expense of my happiness i don't think yeah i definitely wouldn't i'd be stupid and happy I mean, I'm good with my intellect level now. I think I'm a because you don't know semi no smart person. Yeah, <laughs> just kidding. I'm ignorant. You don't know no better. But I also think a big part about gaining intelligence is the humility to be able to say like, "Hey, that's something I don't know." And I find a lot of people miss the mark on that. So I'll give an example of we have a new instructor that I work with, and he will instruct information and if he misspeaks or if he says something wrong and someone tells him like, Hey, no, that's wrong. No, like that's not what you said a minute ago. He will argue and pretty much belittle them until pretty much like I'm smarter than you deal with like Matilda, you're smart or I'm smart. You're dumb. I'm big. You're little. Right. Um, and I think a, a huge part of being intelligent and knowledgeable is the humility to say like, hey, I don't know that. Hey, I was wrong. Let me do some research and get you the correct answer. Um, and I think, I don't know, I have, when I first started on my education journey and learning, I really struggled with like openly saying like, hey, I don't know that. Or hey, I've never like looked into that. But now I'm to the point where I'm like, oh no, I'm real ignorant on that topic. Like I need to, I need to do some research. So that's like one thing I really hate in people where, uh they they want to or they provide an answer without really knowing just for the simple fact like they don't want to seem like they don't know yeah and they'll have something to say or they'll like walk around or beat around the bush that, that just frustrates me like even in that meeting today when they were like hey well how can we so we had a meeting at work today 
And one of the lieutenants was there was like, hey, how can we integrate? And I was like, hey, I'm going to throw out a scenario. But honestly, I don't know what you do in your job. So you can just tell me if I'm real dumb because I'm totally okay with them being like, hey, you have no fucking clue what we do because I know I don't know what you do. So, um, but yeah, I think at the expense of happiness, I would never want to gain more intelligence. Yeah, me either. I'd I'd rather be dumb and happy than like super smart and just completely unhappy. I don't think you like dumb and happy is the right uh, phrase. Yeah, but, just but like, you know what I'm saying. I'm just trying to make current, the point. In a, at your current intelligence level or at my current intelligence level, I'd be happy with it. Yeah. You are happy with it. I am happy with it. <laughs> yeah. It It's like uh, that saying, like the more you know, the more you know that you don't know. Yeah. Or it's like, or, or the more you know, the more you know how little you know. I don't know how yeah. it goes. It's just like, it's never ending. And I always feel like that every time I start getting, or I think I start getting smart on something, it's like, fuck, there's just so much that I don't know. Like, I'm never going to know enough. Do you ever, like, find something that you need to start looking into or getting smart on, and you know so little about it currently that it's just an undue stress to, like, begin the process of learning something? Yes. <laughs> yeah. I, like, that feeling is frustrating to me, where it's like, I know I need to know these things, but I also know the stress that's going to be put on me from the beginning until I'm smart on it is, like, I just don't want to deal with it, so I keep procrastinating it. But then there's also the stress, like, people put on themselves and I try not to, but I do it with a lot of things uh, where, you know, there's a lot that you don't know about whatever it is, but, uh, like you, like you stress yourself out thinking you need to know about it yeah. when, when you don't need to know, That's like, how I am. like for cars, for example, it's like, all right, uh, you need to know how to drive. Cool. Uh, so you know how to drive, but you don't net necessarily need to know how a car functions yeah but then you start stressing yourself like oh i don't know how the in like how the engine connects to whatever and gets this started and that whole process yeah. and then i'm like i don't know how to drive i don't know how to change a tire and i don't know how to put oil in yeah she done but some of those things and then you start diving deep and then you start trying to learn about it and then you realize oh my god i need to learn about a lot more than just this and it, it gets crazy i don't mm -hmm. know if that makes sense i think any there's sense, a lot of topics like that but yeah okay um that's weird veto yeah i'm, ve Your face ve I'm vetoing that one, that one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> if you were head of product development at a major fast food chain what food abomination would you create oh man that's not where i thought it was going what food abomination would you make uh, like like what I'm skipping that one. Yeah, I don't know. Really. That's weird. Yeah. Like, probably some weird shit that people like to eat that they would put <laughs> on the menu and it would never sell. This sounds good. Well, at least the first few words. Read the whole sentence first. If you died oh, well, and like had to choose one place to haunt for the rest of eternity, where would you choose to haunt? Oh, goodness. One place to haunt for the rest of eternity. The bathroom like that one chick in Harry Potter? Moaning Myrtle. Moaning Myrtle. Um, I don't know. There's not like one place that I'm just like super salty about that I would want to ruin people's lives. Um, maybe my high school because that would be fun. Your high school? I mean, I wouldn't want to hunt like the a whole, house. Your high school? None of the people that you that you know will be I in know. your high school. Oh, 
yeah. Uh, I don't. I don't. I mean, I don't have a place. Where would you hunt? Uh, I would hunt the BMT dorms. The BMT dorms, no. I would hunt wherever the kids are living. What, but what if they move? You can't just move hauntings. You got to find a place and stay there, like Mona Myrtle. She couldn't leave Hogwarts. But if you choose to haunt a house and then a new family moves are you, in, are you you're going to re- be hunt, haunting other little kids. Are you putting restrictions on my haunting? Yes. It said name a place, uh, not multiple places based on a person. Well, this is bullshit. I would haunt. Uh, I would haunt. Ooh, a nursing home would be fun to scare old people. Nah, because they don't give a shit. They're like, ah! <laughs> Fall off uh, their walker. I would haunt. Um, I, oh, now that I think about it, I don't know what I what I yeah, would. Yeah, there's there's no real like good places. I mean, I guess if you just had like a very bad experience somewhere, probably go but. haunt like the house I grew up in. <laughs> yeah, I guess it holds a lot of memories for you. That's a crazy one. Okay, uh, let's see. Oh, that's stupid. Um, let's do two more because my throat's hurting. Two more. Yeah. So this one, then one more after that. No, 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 absolutely not. <laughs> I got vetoed later. <laughs> uh, if you could be a top-tier professional athlete in any sport, what sport would you play and why? Um, what sport would I play? I'm just not huge into sports, so I don't really have like a – Um. Maybe you've never seen like any athlete on TV and be like, "Damn, that would be awesome if I could do that." No. Maybe softball. I think it would be. Uh, I yeah. I just I don't really have top tier athlete. I want. I would want to be the coach. Can I be the coach? Can I pick that? No, an athlete. Most coaches are athletes. Get out of here, Tex. <laughs> Most coaches are athletes. They were athletes. Oh, um, well, I don't know. You're gonna say football. Uh, so, yes, like that. That's my. That was my. Dream, are you picking right? a sport or a person? Athlete. Well, I want to be Tom athlete. Brady. No, 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 no. If you could be a top tier athlete, not a person, oh, it's just shit. a top tier athlete. Like, um, in any sport, what sport would it be? Baseball. Um, I, I, I would say football just cause like that was my dream, but I played football. Yeah. And so I know what it feels like. What I think looks cool would be awesome that I know I never tried ever would be like a, like an extreme sport. Like water ski, polo. Like skiing. <laughs> water polo is <laughs> not an extreme sport. Get out of here. Skiing. Like, like skiing. Or snowboarding. And I'm talking about like down the mountain. You know, now that you're saying that, my brain doesn't go to those when I think sports. But they are indeed sports. Yeah, they're extreme athletes. Um, Like skiers have the top uh, like VO2 max. You would think it's like runners, but it's skiers. Yeah. Um, Yeah, there's just... I mean, they're like... I think about things like people who are like ultra marathoners. And I just... It sounds so unfun. 
Like, there's nothing about that that makes me sit here and go, you know what I want to do? Run 100 miles. Yeah, because when I see that, I see that more as, like, an accomplishment. But unless, like, you're running through, like, some awesome terrain, that would be awesome. Like, you're – that would be fun. Like, you're just – because it's like going hiking, but you're kind of racing at the same time. Yeah, I stay with baseball. Baseball? I know you hate it, but I I truly enjoy just, like, going to the ball field and watching the game. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just thinking of, like, new experience, I guess. Like, I know what it feels like to – play football but not as a top tier athlete not as a top tier athlete not as tom brady yeah not as tom brady but tony romo but i have an idea like i have no idea what it is with skiers or fucking hang gliders you went snowboarding one time Uh, yeah (laughs) and that was cool it was it was a great experience but uh i've never been sore in so many places on my body yeah that was it was so (laughs) it was so weird I had never been – yeah, you're right. I had never been sore like that ever in my life because I was literally and, – and I mean that literally, literally <laughs> sore from the neck down. down. Like my arms were sore. My neck was sore. My back was sore. My abs, my shins. And we never even got off like the little baby slope. Yeah, we were on the bunny hill the entire time. <laughs> the, and, and we were – dying yeah it, <laughs> it was, was really fun though like it would be a fun experience yeah, to do i again. think we spent like an hour on on that hill and just going up and down up and down up and down you All know right. I, w- I would have it figured out and i'd be standing up on the snowboard and i would get going and then you get going fast fast like yes. <laughs> you start going quick really fast and so i would immediately just make myself fall down yeah i was like i started getting the hang of it and i started getting fast so i started getting a little more confidence and the very last one, I, I was just hauling ass, and I thought I had it nailed, and my dun, board, dun, dun. my board turned in, so my back was going downhill. Yep, and it just, I just like whiplashed, and my head whiplashed into the ground. I, I'm pretty sure I got a concussion, and I think that's why my neck was sore. But yeah, after that, I think that fall was you were like, I'm done. Yeah, after that fall, I was like, yeah, I can't do this no more. And and we, we were still we, young and yeah, spry back then. I think. It, I was like 26 at the time. <laughs> so, Dang. yeah, pretty much in my prime. And that shit took it out of me. Like, I don't know if I could do it now. There's just a lot. Like, when you think about pro athletes, um, when I think sports, I think of the big sports. Like, football, baseball, golf, tennis, like, whatever the big sports are. Um, NASCAR would be fun. I could be a NASCAR driver. Yeah. Could do that. Uh, that'd be a cool experience. Like if we're talking, so like top tier athlete. But what if we're talking like what ex- if you could experience stuff? Like what would it be? Like my go to would be a Navy SEAL in like an all out battle, or like a like being on the Bin Laden raid. Like that would be a fucking you awesome. You want a ready player too? This. Yeah. Um. Oh yeah, that's the shit I'd be going after. Yeah, I just. I don't really have anything like that that tops my list of things where I'm like, you know what I really want to experience is like singing on stage in front of 50,000 people. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I could be Eminem for a day. (laughs) (laughs) Spaghetti, spaghetti. (laughs) All right. You wanted to do one more? Yeah, we can. If I I could do. Oh, my gosh. This one seems deep. (coughs) That's a good one. Let's do a deep one. Um. 
Let's see. You can pick yes or no. If when you died, you could cease to exist or wander the earth forever, never being able to interact with anything, which would you choose? Cease to exist. Yeah. Absolutely. No question to ask. That would be such a lonely existence. Yeah, you can't talk to nobody. You can't. Mm-mm. Uh, yeah. I mean, can you? Yeah, no. Uh, I would want to cease to exist. How about this one? What fantasy creature would you love to bring into the world, real world? What fantasy creature? Dinosaurs. Yeah. Just kidding. <laughs> um, <laughs> get people all rolled up. Um, maybe like the half boy, half horse person. Really? I think it would be an interesting thing to see. That person will get picked on all the time until it kicked the shit out of somebody. Exactly. Can you imagine? Say something else. Can you imagine somebody getting picked on and they just got fucking hooped? <laughs> Boom. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> all right. What are those things called? Uh, pe- not Pegasus. A Pegasus would be cool too. Um, Maybe giants. Giants would be cool. Fuck that. They take over the world. Craig, top class security of the world, Craig. I don't know. That's kind of a weird one. Dragons would be badass. Bring Daenerys up in here. Yeah, I ain't fucking with dragons. I ain't bringing no fictional creature into this world. They. I was, I was watching this TikTok, and this is just funny because we're on the topic. And it was this mom and her son, and she was like, "Tell me something." That you thought was fake, but learned out it was real later in life. And he's only like 12. And he's like, oh, I'll go first. He's like, I just found out like two days ago that narwhals are a real thing. And she was like, what are you talking about? And he's like, I just found out that they're not fictional creatures. He's like, I saw a picture of one. And she's like, that's not bad. Like, I've never seen a picture of one. So, like, that's not like a crazy thing. But I'm thinking, like, how many kids out here are thinking narwhals are fictional characters what the fuck are narwhals <laughs> it's like the it looks like a whale but it has that big sword out of its forehead oh oh yeah yeah but i'm thinking like dang y'all really thought those were not real but anyways that's besides the point point. and her thing that she found out later in life was that the piggy that's going to the market wasn't going like grocery shopping and the son was like wait wait what like what are you talking about? And she's like, no, like it was going to be slaughtered. It wasn't going to buy like eggs and not bacon. Cause that would be weird. And he's like, hold on back up. Like, how does it go? <laughs> he was like so upset. She was ruining his day on TikTok. But yeah. Uh, I guess we could end with this one and I already passed it, but, um, and it made me think of the TikTok that I sent you yesterday or the other uh, day. You send me like a hundred TikToks a day. Um, I know, but you'll, you'll see right now. Uh, so, uh, the question was, your super superhero and you could give people phobias what kind of phobias would or what interesting phobias would you give people oh my what interesting phobias and i mean you could think of anything but like the reality of this if you have you ever looked at like phobias like what phobias are out there it's a fucking huge list and there's basically everything like if you come up with something right now it's probably on that list. Oh, yeah, for sure. So we recently got our house cleaned by like a professional cleaning lady. 
Um, and she told me that one of the ladies she cleans for that lives in the bluffs, she's like got a super lot of money. She has a phobia of people. So she never leaves her house. Like doesn't leave her house period. So when the cleaning lady goes to clean her house, she shuts herself in a safe room until the cleaning lady is done. And then she'll come out. It was the most nuts thing. Like, how do you have a phobia? You are a people. Are you scared of yourself? That shit is nuts to me. It is. It is strange. Um, The most, the the most strange one that I've come across. Let's go through the top five phobias in the United States. Okay. I'm trying. I want to try to guess them. Top five phobias in the United States. Yeah. So I'll I'll tell you this, this one. uh, And I think I mentioned it before and people don't believe me when I say it, but it's, I'm like dead ass telling the truth. When I was deployed, I had a buddy. And he his phobia was toilets. Toilets, yeah. There's and, a lot of people who And have I was laughing thing. at him when he told me because I thought he was joking. And he was a clown. He joked around a lot. Um, but he wasn't joking. He yeah. was serious. And then he like uh, he sent me an email and it had the whole description of, of the phobia. He's like, I'm serious, man. <laughs> I was like, so what the fuck do you do to shit? And it's like. It, it was just it's the strangest great. shit ever. That is, like, I knew that was a real fear. Um, I just don't know, like, how you would, like, maybe he, he wouldn't potty train, so his parents made him sit on a toilet for, like, hours as a child, and it traumatized him. I don't know. You got the top fo- phobias up? Uh, what are the top five most common phobias? Go. Claustrophobia. Uh, nope. Fear of heights. Yes, that's number three. Fear of clowns. Nope. That's mine. Um, claustrophobia is not on there? No. Not top five. Um, fear of the dark? Nope. Fear of drowning? Nope. Shit, I don't know. All right. I thought uh, I had these. So, arachnophobia, fear of spiders. Fear of spiders, yeah. Oh, videophobia? Is that how you say it? Fear of snakes. Acrophobia, fear of heights. Agoraphobia, fear of situations where escape is difficult. Oh. That's like the fear of being trapped. And sinophobia, fear of dogs. Dogs? Dolls. Dogs. That's a weird fear. Not really. Of dogs just in general? Like a dog? Yeah. I can see that. That is weird. I, you know, like I was thinking about things, not like animals. So I like completely space like spiders and snakes and stuff. Uh, so here's a list. Of, oh, man. I wish it would just like give the list. Uh, so I looked up uncommon phobias. and Uncommon? This, yeah. This one has a list of 21, but it's only showing like six or seven. Uh, cataphobia, fear of hair. Vestophobia, fear of clothing. Oh, I knew about I've heard of that one before. Uh, ergophobia, fear of work. I know a few people like that. Decidophobia, fear of making decisions. decisions. I've heard of that one before. I, I fear, I've heard of like, I see how that causes a bunch of anxiety, but the fear of it. I don't know how you say this one, but I think it's so funny because I've like read about it before. It's like. Arachibutropophobia or whatever, but it's like the fear of peanut butter being in your mouth. Oh. It's the weirdest shit. Like, why would that be a fear for you? I could see that because it like 
Do you feel suffocated <laughs> like or something? Like maybe your mouth like getting stuck closed. <laughs> but every time I see it, it just like trips me out. Uh, there's this one, isotrophobia, the fear of mirrors. Mirrors, okay. I'm, Does gonna, that mean you're fe- you fear yourself? I think it's just like the fear of a reflection. Maybe you'll get trapped in a I mirror? I think you're a vampire. What? If you can't look into a mirror. Oh. Let's do, I'll say the phobia or you say the phobia and we'll try to guess what it is. Well, I need to bring more. Xanthophobia. I don't know. I'm not going to guess just any guess. of these. Fear Xanthophobia. Of ze- fear of walls. Fear of zebras. Fear of the color of yellow. See, I'm, ne- I'm never going to guess that. Uh, check this one. Phobophobia. Fear of phobias. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have heard that one. Oh, Chewie's calling me. Everybody's calling you I right know. now. I'll call him back in a second. I think every... This one's called optophobia. Fear of opening your eyes. This shit can't be real. Like, this is nuts to me. This fear can I'm be extremely debilitating s- as it's hard for an individual to carry out daily activities without opening their eyes. Um, there's one, and it's like, these have to be made up. Fear I of adolescence. So. Fear of belly buttons. I have read about that one before. Like, I, at some point. People get surgery to have their belly button removed, and, like, their skin put back together because they're they are they have a fear of having their own belly button i mean they're on they're not on here for no reason it's because somebody has had it somewhere Why? all right all right you ready to wrap this up i am this is nuts that was weird all right um (laughs) okay uh so that's it that's our end i got thrown off by the kids (laughs) all right uh babes peace out cub scouts peace out cub scouts we'll see y'all next week later